gonna miss you. I miss you too, baby. I'm gonna call you when I get there, okay? No, no, no. You call me from the plane, all right? Cole, tell them the difference. <laughs> love, love has four letters, and um, sex is three. Love is flowers for no reason. Love is, is, is telling her all the things she wants to hear until you get the What's up, everybody? It's Tony and Terrence, and we're here with our first interviewee, Charmaine Smith. Ow. Shout good? out to Charmaine for being number one what in our up, interview series. The pressure. Oh no, no pressure, <laughs> no, no pressure. Yeah. Okay, yes. okay. Well, Terrence said so. Well, we're very one. excited to have you here. But before we get into the nitty gritty of this interview, we want you to introduce yourself to the people because everybody don't know you. Um. Well, my name is Charmaine. Um. I went to school with Tony and Terrence. I now work at Capri Beauty Salon. I'm a natural hair care stylist there. Um, that is what I do full time now. So, okay. okay. Where are you from? <laughs> um, I'm from Harnett County. Spring Lake. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Not. He got hype. <laughs> a little, a little somebody else could Spring relate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought so. <laughs> All right. Well, it's very nice to have you here on our very Okay, so we're going to get into some questions and we just want you to relax and have a good time because we're going to be nosy, okay? okay. So we want to stay on the topic of your brand. Yes. Okay. How long have you been doing hair? Hoochah. Um, I've been doing hair now since I was maybe eight, uh, 18, 10 18? years. 10 years. 10 years. Oh, since you were 18? Mm -hmm. Wow. Do you remember the first head that you did? And what hairstyle it was? It was mine. Oh, wow. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I know my mom started her locks probably about 10 years ago, and I've been maintaining hers like since then. Um, I didn't do it so much until I got to college. It became like my... Um, my dorm money. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Everybody went my there dorm in college. Um, and then I got my natural hair care license. And I started working at one of the nearest salons. I don't want to throw them out there. But mm -hmm. it wasn't the best. And I, I just so happened to have a connection at the job where I'm at now. So I was working there part-time. Um, and I kept my full-time jobs even after college. So I've been here at this salon now for six years. And you're full-time now? Yeah, I started full-time in August. What made you so passionate about doing other people's hair for you to be able to do it full-time? Well, um, I, I started doing hair, like I said, on myself. I kind of didn't have a choice. I didn't have a mom that could do hair. Mm. So I had That's to tough. learn. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I had to learn and um it just it just became something that interested me. Mm -hmm. So then my friends would let me do their hair and they would let me experiment with different things and I don't know, it just became something I was good at. So I figured why not make it a job. Hey, and it's something that you love to do, so you can't beat that. Yeah. All right. So your degree is in what? <laughs> I have my bachelor's in criminal justice with a minor in Spanish. I have my master's in human services counseling 
with a concentration in criminal justice. Two Ooh. degrees, Shawty, and how did That's we That's a end mouthful. Up, right, <laughs> and how did we end up doing hair full time? Well, because I had a hard time finding a good job. Like, I always got decent jobs that um, having my degree was somewhat beneficial, but I wasn't getting reparations for it. So, mm-hmm. um, it was just... I don't know. I felt like I was kind of being cheated by the system, really. Like, I went and got these degrees, and then I did my internships. I did everything I was supposed to do Mm -hmm. when I was in college. Internships, um, mentorships, all of that. And even still, when it came to finding a job in my degree field and getting paid for the knowledge I had, I wasn't You weren't happy with that. Mm -mm. I I wasn't getting it at all. I was still getting paid like anybody else who just came in with the experience and no education. Wow. Mm, that's not acceptable. Right. Not at all. We know that you recently took a leap of faith because you were working a job previously as well as doing hair. Mm-hmm. What was that job? Um, I worked at the Fayetteville Police Department. Um, I was a clerk. And it's funny how I got there because I was actually in B-Lit to be an officer. Mm -hmm. And I was getting paid a little bit more for my degree. But um, I was about three months into the program and found out that I was almost three months pregnant. Wow. Wow. So um, they didn't fire me or anything. They gave me, they they put me on administrative duty in the uh, central records department. And then so when they had an opening... I applied for that job, and I just stayed there. I never went back to be let to start over. And you took a leap of faith, and you quit that job, correct? Mm-hmm. What made you want to quit? Um, I want to say that the the management I was under, it was a decent job. The pay wasn't the best, but you know, sometimes having a a decent job with bad management will make mm-hmm. you hate the job. Mm-hmm. Even if it's an easy <laughs> you know, huh? <laughs> so, um, where I'm at now, like I, like I said, I've been there now for six years. I've never had a problem there. I've never had any issues. I've never, no confrontation, no it, nothing. Mm-hmm. I've never had mm-hmm. any issues there at all. I loved what I was doing, and I just... Had to have faith in myself and faith in God to know that if I quit my job to do something that I love, then I would be taken Mm -hmm. care of. So You know I can relate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, I'm not mad at my decision at all. You mentioned you were pregnant um, when you were about to go into this program. You were three months pregnant. Let's get into baby Alex because you know we love her. Oh, Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I wish she was here. so adorable. She is. Now, how has your decisions, you know, with taking that leap of faith and quitting mm-hmm. your job, has it affected, you know, parenting or financially? Has it affected you in any way? Um, yeah, but for the better, I think. Because um, working at the police department, I was working a schedule from, well, at first I was working from 8 in the morning, no, 7 in the morning till about 2, third. 3 30 3 o'clock one of those but then my schedule got shifted so then i was working from 2 30 to 11 at night Ooh. oh yeah. so 
having to find somebody and then me and her dad were on different schedules. He was working 12 hour shifts and I was working, you know, late nights. Mm -hmm. So it was hard finding a babysitter um, who would keep her that long on the days that Chris had to work. Right. So um, she was either sometimes spending the night at my mom's house or his grandma's house all the way, you know, like in Lumberton and mm-hmm. that's not close. Right. So it was kind of hard. But now being that I'm at the salon, I can make my own hours. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not there super late, not as late as I was at the police department anyway. Um, I can come and go as I please. If Alice has to come with me for a short period of time, that's okay. Oh, wow. That's yeah, really so, convenient. Right. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't affected for the worst. That's good. Right. Wow. That is really good. That so, sounds like all pros. Right. <laughs> so let's, let's dive into your support system. Uh, how long have you and your boyfriend been together? Um, A little over two and a half years. I was just talking about this earlier. Um, It'll be three years in July. Okay. Well, years under the bell. Right. Congratulations <laughs> okay. On and how supportive has he been with your leap of faith? At first, mm. no. <laughs> mm. at first he was like, oh no, do you think we're going to make it? Or, you know, do you mm-hmm. think you're going to bring in a, at least the same amount of money that you was bringing in with your other job? If you mm-hmm. think that you can do that, then that's fine. If you don't think you can at least bring that in as a minimum, then, yeah, you know, he wasn't I don't know. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um... It kind of took off immediately, mm. though. Wow. Hey, so he God. didn't have a yeah. He didn't have a problem with it. There was no like issues. Um, now he's he posts my he posts my Instagram stuff. Like when I post something on Instagram or Facebook, he shares it on his page. He's actually bought me a couple of a couple of a couple of um, clients. Oh, yeah. Okay, Chris. Yeah. How important was his decision? Well, his opinion about your decision? What if you would have said like, nah, no, don't do it. Would you have still taken that leap? Mm. (laughs) I don't know. That's a hard question. (laughs) I don't know. Put you on the spot on that one. Yeah. I don't know if I still would have taken it. If he was absolutely against it, I probably would have second guessed it. Mm. Mm. I probably would have second guessed it, thought it over. I probably would have brought it to him again. Okay. Like, but, um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so you said you were three months into your training to yep. become a police officer. Yeah. Uh, did you think you would be become a mother so soon? Is it right on time? Or did you want to wait a little bit while? Um, well... I didn't think I was going to have kids at all. Oh. Yeah. That wasn't the plans <laughs> well, at all. Let's just up right oh, <laughs> no. I, told, I actually told my mom, like, I'm not having kids, so I'm like 30. Didn't quite make it to 30. Alex but. said, I'm going to the... I'm going to the... I'm going. <laughs> she was saying Here I come. Nope. I told my parents I wasn't having kids until I was 30. I I just knew. I have a brother. He's 21. Mm-hmm. And I just knew he was going to have kids before me. And none of that happened. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but now, I, I, now that I think about it sometimes, I do think that it happened, like, right on time. It mm-hmm. was, like, perfect timing. 
Right. And so That's now that right. she's here, you can't give her back. Right. I know. Uh, <laughs> what has she done for you as far as your motherhood? Like, has she brought up your strengths? Have she exposed any weaknesses that you may have had? That's a good question. Um, I didn't know I had as much patience as I have had with Alex. Uh, <laughs> because she's a bit much. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure anybody's kid is a bit much, but um, she's really getting into her personality now. And, oh boy, she is... A firecracker. Yeah. <laughs> what are some things that she's learning to do now? Is she potty trained? We know she can nope. walk. Yeah, I mean... She's been walking now since right before she turned one. Right. She's been walking since she was like three months. <laughs> she's so tiny. Yeah, she is just small. be walking around. She, she's yeah. small. But um, actually yesterday, my cousin came and picked her up from church. And uh, they went to her church. And this, this is my dad's family I'm talking about. So my granddad said hey to her. And she said hey back. And he messaged me yesterday and said... Uh, I thought it was a trick at first because she's so little. She's so small. <laughs> she like is so little. I had to I had to say what I said again to see if she was gonna say the same <laughs> thing back. And I was like, Yeah, she's small, but uh, yeah, she's been walking for a long time. She's climbing up things, like she's trying to climb out the playpen now, Aww. climbing over the couch, <laughs> trying to talk. Oh, I remember you told me she got into your makeup one time. Oh yeah, but she didn't break it. It's because like in my bathroom. I have um I have like little containers up under the sink where I have my makeup organized. Mm -hmm. And one day I was in there doing my makeup, you know, listening to my music, and she opened up the cabinet, but no, I wasn't paying any attention because I didn't think she was really gonna mm -hmm. like go in it. Mm -hmm. I, maybe she'll pick up something, throw it on the floor, whatever. No, this girl picked up one of my eyeshadow palettes that I had just paid for. Oh no. Mm -mm. She didn't break it or nothing, but she just opened it and just, you know, walking around with it. And I'm just like, please don't get this stuff on the carpet. Right. Don't get it right. on these walls because right. <laughs> this is not my stuff. Like, right. just give it back. Just give it back. We seen an episode of Blackish and it was talking about black hair. Now, you're mm -hmm. raising a daughter. Now, are you looking forward to doing her hair? Or is, are you, is she going to be natural, relaxed? Like, how are you going to bring her up as far as hair? I'm excited. <laughs> like when I found out I was having a girl, I was like, yes, I got a live mannequin. Oh, oh my oh, God. Okay. I've never heard it. I've never heard wow. it. <laughs> I got a live mannequin. But um, I want to keep her natural. Cool. Um, I did get asked if I was going to you know, lock her hair up because I have locks. Her dad mm -hmm. has locks. Mm -hmm. But I want that to be her decision. Okay. Like, I want that to be something that she wants. Um, But... You know, I tried like little regimens and stuff mm -hmm. like that with her now. And so she knows what products and stuff go in her hair. Like, okay. I have like a little spray bottle. Um, it's a conditioner by Tali Watt. And I spray it on her hair sometimes, you know, massaging in her hair. Right. So I can the just other see her day, now. she took it and she's just like dabbing it on Aww. her scalp, not knowing that <laughs> oh she's supposed goodness. to spray it. <laughs> <laughs> dabbing it. Yeah, she's, so she's just taking the nozzle, she's just Aww. dabbing it on her scalp. And I'm like, she, why does she know that goes in her hair? Mm -hmm. But um, she knows what a brush is for. She knows what a comb is for. Because she tries to use okay. it the same way that I use it on her. She Now she knows her little headbands go on her head. She's, you know, struggling trying to put them on. But mm -hmm. <laughs> she's been trying. So 
Now, getting back to your brand and hairstyling, what types mm-hmm. of hairstyles do you do? Um, I do all types of braids. I do all types of braids. I do blowouts. I do uh, locks. I do children's braids, children's styling. Um, I do not color hair. I don't relax hair. So I'm... Hey. <laughs> yeah. She did say natural right. hairstylist. Right. So, yeah. Completely natural, everything. Oh, wow. That's dope. Do you mm-hmm. have a favorite hairstyle or maybe a hairstyle that's mostly requested for you to do? Um, I think my favorite, like if I can pick my favorite out of everything I do, it would be locks. I was going to add You can't get really. That's understandable. Yeah, I feel like I can get really creative with locks. Um, I, I just love it. All types of locks. But um, I mostly get asked about my braids. I get a lot of questions about locks. Um, but I also get a lot of questions about like uh, box braids or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to be a very neat stylist. So what's the word I'm looking for? Can't think of it right now. <laughs> It'll come back to me in okay. a minute. Perfectionist. But, yeah. I can see that. Because when yeah. I go on your page, you always post what the client asked right. for. And that. then yeah. what you I actually tried. did. And I'm just like, wow. It's, it's, it's really good because thing. sometimes the you get these people posting, this is what I asked for. And this is what I got. And it doesn't look anything like, like what they what. asked for. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, yeah that's So, cool. I try. And, uh, like, if they say they have something in mind mm-hmm. or they want something similar, I ask them, send me something similar to what you want. Um, mm-hmm. because if I can't do it, I'm gonna tell you I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, mm-hmm. I never I never try to let my clients be my test dummies. Oh, oh so that's right. I use, that is yeah. Like I only do uh, <laughs> what I know I can do or what I try to do. So like when new styles or something come out, I may ask my cousin or something like, "Hey, mm-hmm. you need your hair done? I need something." Like, I need to practice on something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in exchange for letting me practice, I'll do your hair. Yay. And that's how I learn a lot of things. Now, I know what well, me being a woman who gets my hair braided sometimes, I know a lot of women, we complain about pricing. Mm-hmm. What are your prices for, like, braids? Does it vary? Or do you have, like, a standard price for everything? Um, No, it varies. Um, I usually try to make sure that I'm getting paid a decent amount of money for the time spent. Okay. Right. So, um, let's just say, for instance, that I charged you uh, $100 for large box braids or something. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want them a little longer, I'm going to tack on another $20 because it's going to take me a little longer to do it. Right. If you want them a little smaller, I'm going to tack on another $20 because it's going to take me even longer to do them smaller and longer than what you want. Right. Okay. Now, have you encountered the people that come to you for a discount? Yes. <laughs> I have. All, we are always asking. Are they mainly discounts, friends or people yes. you know? Always one. You know what? They're the strangers. Oh wow. Mm. I do um, say I do sometimes. I'll look out for my family and stuff. Because they they help me in a lot of ways, especially with Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, I depend on them highly when it comes to like watching her and mm-hmm. you know keeping her for a little bit. Or if Chris and I need a night, you know, to go right. out or dinner or something, 
they're the ones who will keep her mm-hmm. for me. You know, they don't charge me anything. They just say, hey, we okay, want to keep family. Allison. Yeah, you know. But I've had a lot lately people who are asked, um, how much would you charge for this? Well, I only have fifty dollars. Well, you don't have enough. <laughs> so what can you do for fifty dollars? And I'm gonna be like, you can get a blowout. I was just about to say maybe a blowout. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> yeah, but I get that um, often. So wow. Um, that I get a lot of. Well, I'm not gonna say a lot. I get no call, no show sometimes. Mm. And that has recently caused me to add on a deposit to mm-hmm. my services. Um, that's because that's taking money out of your pocket, too. It's a lot of time, especially when somebody else could have taken mm-hmm. the time that you wanted allotted for you and then you don't show up. Right. So I needed a little security. <laughs> right. <laughs> a little security. And, I mean, if you don't show up, then that is your fault. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So. Now you are a. Well, what, there was a discussion on Twitter about hairstylists shampooing, telling their clients to shampoo before they come. Look or, at you! you know, I'm trying. Good I'm trying. I hate I'm trying. this. So what? How what is your views that. on this? I hate it. I hate it. I hate it because that is disgusting to me. How do you? How are you going to tell somebody to come? Pretty much with their hair pre-done. <laughs> and then if it's not if it's not done according to your standards, then you're going to do it anyway. And then you're going to charge them for that. Mm-hmm. You might as well just tell them to come. Right. And you wash their hair. Okay. If that's something that you think is add on time to the service, then let them know up front. Or schedule yourself so that you can be, so that you can accommodate for everybody else. Mm-hmm. If you know that that person needs to have their hair washed or whatever, so be it, which I feel like you should be washing their hair anyway as their stylist, that you can uh, transfer a lot of germs that way. True. Especially if you don't clean your materials the way that you're supposed to, you're not sanitizing your stations the way that you're supposed to. You should be cleaning these people's head every time they come. Mm -hmm. Even if they say, I just washed it last night. Well, we can wash it again. Okay. (laughs) So I like that answer because we have seen a lot of that. Yeah. People are like, oh, hey, I gotta come, break, I gotta wash my hair. Yeah. I, yeah. I gotta braid my you own hair at this point. Yeah. Get into the salon. Lately, <laughs> lately I've had people to come and they've come already washed. And I asked, Did you come already washed? Because I mean you can tell, you know, when they washed it and they blow dried it out, mm-hmm. they just threw on a cap and came in. And I'm like, dang, did you already come with your hair washed? Oh yeah. Like that's the new norm. I don't think that should be normal. Yeah, it is the new norm. Because when I get my hair braided, I just know. So even if they don't say it, I go with my hair already washed because I don't want to go there disappointed. Yeah. So before we switch gears, what has been the most difficult hairstyle that you've had to do? The most difficult? Hmm. None, she said. (laughs) I didn't mean it like that, but I'm thinking like... We can... Because I feel like if there's a style that I feel is too difficult for me, I'm going to tell you that I can't do it. Okay. Or I don't, I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't, to my standards, perfected it yet. So I don't even attempt to do it. it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Like she said, she don't have no test dummies as clients. No, no, no. Because right. you're not going to come back to me and say, you, uh, you screwed my hair yeah. up. Mm-hmm. No, sis. Not, I not, understand not that. And not then, okay, so now we can. I guess switch a, a gear or two. You said you did hair at Fayetteville State. 
Mm-hmm. Well, just let's let's talk about your time there. Mm-hmm. When did you attend? When did you graduate? I came to Federal State in 2010. I graduated in 2014. Uh, did a lot of things at Federal State. <laughs> <laughs> met a lot of people. Did a lot of things. You met us. I did. I did. Um, I met some of my best friends at Federal State. Mm-hmm. Um. Had a lot of growing up to do right. at Federal State. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we understand that. <laughs> joined a couple of clubs, pledged. Had a great time. Okay. That's good. What, <laughs> are, okay. what are some of the lessons that you might have learned from Fayetteville State that you carried over into your adulting life? Um, accountability. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had a couple of professors who uh, made sure you were accountable for either being in class or not in class, mm-hmm. or um, even when it came to to pledging, having to learn how to you know depend on yourself for a mm-hmm. lot of things and um, just life in general. I had a a lot of my life lessons learned in college. Yes, and if I didn't take anything away from college, even my education. As far as you know, textbook education, I learned a lot of life lessons. That's um, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's one of the major parts about college. Oh yes, we said the same thing when we had our re- one of our recent episodes. We talked about college and our experience. It's like you know, yeah, we learned what we learned in the classroom, yeah. but it was outside of the classroom where we really got yeah. a lot of our lessons, mm-hmm. life lessons that's yeah. going to stick with us for the rest of our life. Yeah. Really, yeah. Or do you have any regrets Mm-mm. as far as college, mm. uh, the majors that you chose, going um, to college, period, now that you're doing hair? Choosing Fayetteville State, any, like, any, no regrets. I don't think I have any regrets. Um, <clears throat> even when it came down to my major, um, because even with, like, within my major, I learned a lot of things about the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I learned a lot about our criminal system, especially how it affects us as mm, black which people. Is important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then along with that I was in the NAACP. So I did a lot of work within the black community, I feel like anyway. Mm-hmm. Um did a lot of community service. Um, especially like on MLK Day, I'm pretty sure Federal State is doing something right, right now. A day on. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We were oh. supposed to go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we had other plans. Oh, Lord. All right, so before we wrap up our first interview series. Our first this was, one? This was really dope. This was. We're going to have a firing squad round, which is going to ask you a bunch of random questions, and you just got to answer them as quickly as possible. Got right. it. All right, so it's just, we're just going to bounce off of each okay, other. Okay, okay, okay. Right. Favorite color? Purple. Greatest of all time. Greatest of all time what? Who? <laughs> to you. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the greatest of all time? That wasn't even a question. <laughs> Who's the goat in your life? <laughs> oh, the goat in my life? Man, my mom. <laughs> Shoot. I'm like, the greatest of all time man. what though? <laughs> what are we talking about? But okay. Ooh, okay, okay. okay. All right, tell yeah. us a funny joke. Uh, I don't need jokes. <laughs> I feel like such a lame. I don't know any jokes. Okay, what is your pet peeve? 
I hate to um I hate to hear people when they're eating. Oh my god, that's mine. God. I cannot see how people watch those stupid oh, videos of people yes. eating and then satisfaction is done. That shit. I tried and I cut it off after two seconds. <laughs> yes, I cannot stand that. What's your favorite dance right now? My favorite dance. I wish I could learn that that shit. I'm so uncoordinated. <laughs> I can't do that to save my life. I'm so uncoordinated. Club or kickback? Kickback. Hey. Okay. All right. Well. Well, that brings us down to the end of this interview, y'all, with oh, Charmaine gee. Smith. But before we get out of here, mm-hmm. give them your social media handles and where your shop is located. Oh, okay. So I'm at Capri Beauty Salon. I'm located at 6041 Morganton Road. Um, my Instagram name is the Charmaine Effect. And that is with just one E between the Charmaine and Effect. Okay. For some reason, the Charmaine Effect is already taken somewhere. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and my Facebook is just Tania Smith. All right. Well, we're going to take you guys out. We'll take you guys out. <laughs> take you guys out the same way that we usually do. If you don't follow us on social media, then uh, what you doing? Absolutely nothing. Make sure you follow Tony and Terrence on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, check out our beautiful website at www.tonyandterrence.com, where you can also buy you a lovely Tony and Terrence Love t-shirt for the low price of $20 because we still got them bills to pay. All right, y'all. This brings us down to the end of our first interview. It's Tony. And Terrence. And Charmaine. We out. (laughs)